The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for the next level of leadership? It's going to be here before you know it. Today's leaders need the skills, connections, and savvy to become top professionals in their fields. Welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. In the next hour, you'll meet people who have become successful at the helm of some of the most respected organizations in the world, and you can become the next big success story. Now, here's your host, Maureen Metcalf. Hi, welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. I'm Maureen Metcalf. I'm your host. And I'm really excited about today's show. So first, a little bit about me. I'm an executive advisor, a speaker, coach, and author of an award-winning book series focusing on helping leaders innovate how they lead. I am also on the faculty of universities in the U.S. and Germany, and I am delighted to be joined in the studio with Carla Morelli and Jim Sfajerko, and on Skype with Christopher and Sheila Cook. Today is the second in our series of four shows that provide listeners with a chance to discover the power of engaging organizations as they build self-awareness through the use of the LeaderView survey tool. This show is entitled Spotting the Patterns. As leaders, one of the foundations for effective performance is self-knowledge and self-management. We recommend assessment tools to help make sense of what we're learning and also get feedback from others to expose possible blind spots. During the series, we'll share information about one specific survey tool, which is LeaderView, and give you, the participants, the opportunity to take the self-assessment and um, listen along as Jim and Carla get their feedback and then later use the companion tool, LeaderView360, to enhance two relationships in your life by getting 360 feedback. The series of programs is designed to take us to the root cause of the matter of engagement in organizations through understanding of unconscious mind patterns that influence all that we do. This is... uh, has been a real adventure of discovery for all of us. And so I'm actually quite interested in hearing what unfolds in today's session. Uh, Leader Review is offered by Christopher and Sheila Cook, who run a company known as Five Deep out of the UK. They share an overarching purpose, one viable planet. They're focused on the release of latent capacity that equip humanity to cope with the complexities and forge a new world for all life. Christopher is the founder and lead consultant for Five Deep, and Sheila is the director and lead consultant for Five Deep. I mentioned that we're joined by two senior um, leaders who have worked across multiple industries. Uh, Carla Morelli is focused on mergers and acquisitions and corporate development, and Jim Sfajerko has held roles as speech and hearing practitioner, university leader, and now as a coach and leadership development practice lead. 
Carla and Jim took the assessment and they're going to go through their results today. And this is the first time I'm going to hear them as well. So this will be an interesting conversation. <laughs> so Chris and Sheila, welcome back. And um, I am curious to hear about your travels as, as we move into the show as well. It looks like you've been traveling quite a bit. Hi, Maureen. Uh, it's really great to be back with you. And yes, since the last show, we've been traveling in the U.S., the U.K., and Turkey, supporting leaders in enhancing their ability to lead through complexity. And with the attempted military coup in Turkey last night, it really reminds us wow. of our training we did in Turkey three weeks ago. And every single coach in the room was really concerned about the transition they were watching to an authoritarian government uh, from what was an elected democracy. And they really were asking deep questions. Why is this happening and what can we do about it? So hi, Maureen. This is Christopher. Glad to be back. And yes, I mean, in essence, we're in the wicked problems business and turning them into wicked opportunities. So <laughs> over to you. Thank you so much. And it is a time of wicked problems and opportunities, which makes it an interesting time to be alive. Uh, we are glad you're safe and that you're able to be with us on the show and, and not um, trapped in a country you didn't intend to be in for an extended time. This is the second of four shows about building self-awareness to enhance organizational engagement. And I want to say that again because often people think that we do coaching stuff and don't connect it to our work in leader development and coaching is really in service of helping the individual develop and in service of solving wicked problems, whether they're organizational problems or uh, larger national and global problems. We are all, I think, in, in this show, significantly focused on developing in service of addressing some of these bigger issues. So the first title, or the first show was titled Personal Free Flow and Freedom. The second one is entitled Spotting the Problems. So Christopher and Sheila, could you tell us a little bit more? Thanks, Maureen. Uh, this week we're going to go deeper into, into understanding with Jim and Carla the unconscious mind patterns or unconscious coping mechanisms that influence all that we do. Research, as you know, has shown that when these unconscious coping mechanisms are in alignment with the context we find ourselves in, we experience engagement. This is such an important addition to the conversation on organizational engagement. And when there is misalignment to these coping mechanisms, then we experience disengagement. So there's an elegant simplicity in this understanding that we want to work on in these shows. Now, if you recall, these unconscious coping mechanisms were first mapped to a body of knowledge that today has grown into a conversation around integral psychology and um, Professor Claire Graves was the first to spot these deep psychosocial DNA-like patterns and the application of practice has been evolving since his research was first published in 1978. So today uh, we're supported by a broader research and theoretical base along with extensive methods of application and, and Sheila and I call this overall approach as you know we call it Salonics and Salonics catalyzes the release of latent, leading-edge holistic awareness that's so necessary to lead to the complexity that we're hearing day by day in the news 
but also experiencing it in our own inner world as we learn to navigate an ever-increasingly changing world. So today as we grow to understand and apply the understanding of these coping mechanisms, when leaders become aware of these patterns, they can not only better understand themselves, but they can ensure that their relationships are more effective and fulfilling. They discover, we found, that they have far more choice. And this flexibility enhances individual and organizational resilience. So this greater awareness naturally results in greater personal freedom and flow. And this is the first, the theme of these first two shows through today. And we're really inviting uh, Jim and Carla and ourselves into a truly mindful and self-verifying approach that releases latent potential for the leader and all, all whom he or she supports. And more often than not, what happens in organizations is inappropriate practice and design actually blocks people's natural adaptive flow and can actually disengage people. Um, and we see this happen often in our work. And uh, this is the root cause of what the Gallup survey highlighted in 2013, that 87% of employees were not engaged in their work. So this series of four programs provides a live demonstration of what's possible when a leader becomes aware of these unconscious coping mechanisms. Uh, the Leader View tool holds up the mirror to the leader, inviting them to become aware of these unconscious coping mechanisms, and then uses this new self-awareness to become more aware of themselves as leaders and their critical relationships in a whole new way. And I think it's important to say at this stage that Solonix applies at any scale from the individual to the design and alignment of organizations to the governance of a nation. So perhaps that could be a focus of a later show. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, before we do that, let's focus on our two individuals who are in the room. Again, Jim Svajerko and Carla Morelli are back with us. And I've talked a little bit about them, but it, Jim and Carla, why don't you give us just a minute on who you are and uh, background, and then we'll jump in. Okay, so thank you for having me back. I appreciate this. This has really been a lot of fun. And, um, <laughs> and, I, and I say that in the only kindest of ways. Um, I am a leadership coach, um, especially uh, working with individuals in the healthcare world. That tends to be my my um, niche at this point. Um, working with the the big change as we go through these changes within healthcare, um, I provide a, a lot of organizational development uh, activities such as team building, uh, team development, those kinds of things as well. So um, using this tool has been just very interesting as I've been considering my, my personal self and how I can help others. Hey, good morning. It's Carla, and thank you for having me back. Um, I had a delightful session with Christopher. Um, very, very eye-opening. So my background is fairly varied, but I have spent the last six or seven years in mergers and acquisitions. Um, I'm currently consulting, but I am transitioning to a, a full-time role in a Fortune 500 company. Um, so the work that I'm doing here is actually even more timely because I can do it in advance of being in the thick of things. And it's been actually pretty cool. So for the audience, this is a series of four shows. Hopefully you heard the first one. Uh, we're in show two, and this will demonstrate the application of the survey instrument noted, uh, known as Leader View. 
Uh, these surveys are derived from integral psychology, and the instruments expose the patterns of unconscious coping mechanisms that were mapped by Claire Graves. And I want to add, we talked earlier about the Gallup information and the, the idea that 87% of people are disengaged. And I was just in a class this week, and we were talking about this, and the idea that most humans are engaged in their lives. So the invitation for leaders is stop disengaging them. So it is, in fact, the, the things we do that, that we're actively doing that gis- disengage our people. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that they're, they're slugs and we have to pull them in. <laughs> we just have to stop getting in the way. And so it really reemphasizes the importance of us as leaders and identifying these blind spots. If everyone shows up... If most people show up ready to work and excited, what are we doing that keep them not excited? Mm-hmm. And so just want to emphasize the importance of this work, again, in a time that that we keep saying is a bit dynamic. And one other personal comment. I started studying this. I met Christopher 15, 16 years ago. And as they mentioned the national level, this instrument for me really helped me understand how countries evolve through levels just like individuals do. The path is the same and it is through building the foundation at one level that we have the capacity to move to the next. So as they're talking about looking at at this assessment on a national level, this tool really helped me shape my entire thinking about how we do some of this transformation work and what's ethical that if we jump to human rights when people don't have water human rights is a luxury if you don't have if you're not safe if you're not eating so just really as a as the host want to emphasize how foundational this construct is mm-hmm. in shaping how we think about individual development organizational development and national and international development so, so sorry that was my editorial <laughs> um, it's your show <laughs> <laughs> well, to emphasize why are we spending four shows on this right. it's really big stuff big stuff totally <laughs> so, so Maureen is, this is Christopher it really is big stuff because this and the other shows like it are in the process of learn, helping us redefine leadership redefine governance and ultimately we're actually redefining the nature of, of what work means to us in our societies mm-hmm. which is massive as we as a society move from things like I go sit in an office right. to we're working in different constellations Jim's coaching people who are facing dilemmas that they haven't faced before Carla's buying companies and changing the, the again the construct of how people are working across the world and it's easy to think it's just a radio show but we really do have a representation of some pretty significant change sitting in the room again it's Christopher as we listen to Carla and Jim I'm really excited about the nature of the impact they're bringing to their uh, domains and so I'm really looking forward to hearing more about that from them in this show I am too. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> okay, so this is probably a good time to go to break. Uh, innovative leaders driving thriving organizations. Today we are focusing on spotting the patterns with Christopher and Sheila Cook, Jim Spagerko, and Carla Morelli. We'll be right back. 
Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. You are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. I am your host, hostess, Maureen Metcalf. The show is focusing on spotting the patterns. Today, we are joined by Christopher and Sheila Cook from Five Deep, Jim Sfajerko, and Carla Morelli. So, Jim and Carla, please remind the listeners of your leadership dilemma or opportunity that have been the main focus of the program. Let's start with Carla. All right. So, my... uh my involvement in this um, exercise was really about finding what feeds the curiosity that's fueled my career and actually shapes most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my dilemma really revolves around uh, my interplay with people when I'm under stress. Mm. Um, I will revert to a command and control model, which doesn't <laughs> always. <laughs> you know, you I've can seen imagine. This. <laughs> You have seen it. Um, yeah, you can imagine it doesn't always yield. I mean, we may get a result, but it's not always the most elegant one that one could hope for. There's some collateral damage sometimes. And so I really wanted to understand that uh, in the context of how do I hold speed, efficiency, um, presence of mind of the moment and awareness all, all in the same hand. I will toss one aside or many of them aside in favor of one <laughs> Yeah, when I have to. And, and it, you know, it doesn't always, doesn't usually work as well as I would like. I get stuff done. But yeah, so that's my, that was my, that's the thing that I really want to break through. Cool. And Jim? So for me, it was a little more personal. Um, as I work with different types of leaders in various organizations, various types of industries, um, it was really important, I believe, to understand self even more. And so for me to be go much more deeper in my own personal transformation and understand uh, myself even more so that I can go out and help others mm-hmm. is, is important for me. And I want to be able to um, uh, to feel comfortable in, in my own skin so that I can help others in discovering who they are. And that ties back to the we engage people when we mm-hmm. get rid of our own blind spots. Right. See them, address them. Right. Because if I've got blind spots, I can't help you. 
And as a coach, that's particularly <laughs> it's huge. That's what you pay for. Right. <laughs> so no small topic for either of you. Uh, for the listeners who are tracking the series, uh, you've been invited to email me your responses to two questions posed in the leader view assessment. And I want to make sure that everyone knows how to take the assessment. So there is a banner on the top of the show for people who have gone to the Voice America site there is also, you can go to www.5deep.com and go to the store. Christopher, can you? It's www.5deep.net. .net, thank you. And the five is the number five, 5 deep not, dot net. 5deep.net. Dot, dot net. 5deep.net is the number five. Oh, the word deep has in deep water, followed by net. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we need more coffee. <laughs> so the questions are, what insights are bubbling up within you about your leadership role that you have not yet articulated to anyone? And if you had a magic wand, what's one thing that you would change in your leadership context? We'll refer to listeners' responses after we've heard Jim and Carla and... And this will depend on our, our timing, of course, about what they've discovered in their patterns. So, Christopher, back to you. Thanks, Maureen. So, a little bit about the instrument. Every aspect of this LeaderView instrument is designed to provide new insights for respondents, such as Jim and Carla. In the first part of the instrument, the respondent is asked questions that reveal the patterns of intensity and the nature of the change of their unconscious coping mechanisms. Now, these unconscious coping mechanisms, as we described them, they shape the nature of our minds to influence all that we think, say, and do. So whether you, want, you wish to understand your learning styles, the way we make decisions, the natural way we think of organizations, the patterns of our value systems, and so on, it's all linked to the degree of activation of these coping mechanisms. And these are the essential, dynamic, adaptive processes and intelligences within us. I know it's a lot of words, but that's <laughs> all it is. So once the respondent starts to get an understanding of the pattern intensity of these unconscious coping mechanisms, it's like holding up a mirror to reflect and reveal these hidden aspects of our personality. So becoming aware of um, what we today we call the coping mechanism center of gravity. This provides a new sense of self-awareness and also the individual becomes aware of some of the natural unconscious biases that are a natural reflection of each of these coping mechanisms. So, so we believe it's a fundamentally important part of raising self-awareness in leadership. So in the first instance, when individuals start to work with this data, we often find there is a, a strange familiarity with these patterns uh, that, that have been with us all of our lives. And so this is often expressed when people say, why haven't we spotted this before? It's so obvious. Um, <laughs> Sometimes times of deep personal change, when our coping mechanisms change, when what was true yesterday is no longer true today, and our lives are in apparent turmoil, such new awareness can trigger a sense of, and I'm quoting here from clients, thank God I'm not going crazy. <laughs> it, was like, it was like having a veil lifted from my eyes. And these are messages that I hear repeatedly, and I have heard repeatedly over the last 20 years of using instruments and others like them. So this repertoire of coping mechanisms that exists in the, across the human species, we now focus on eight 
dominant forms, and the, and the, the breakdown into two distinct categories. There's the there's the driven <laughs> side of our nature, uh, and we call these the doing forms of the coping mechanisms. And, they, and these have labels like survival sense, tribal bond, impulse power, truth force, strive drive, and human equity. And it's difficult on the radio to communicate this without my PowerPoint, but we're using <laughs> the words as best we can. And the more complex category of the being forms are known as integrative flow and holistic being. So just by using those two different phraseologies, you can hear the big difference in the ability to handle complexity as we move from our doing driven responses to our being more integrative awareness that we can apply in complex times. So these labels attempt to capture the essence of each of these stages of our development and the good news is that Claire W. Graves postulated that as a species we seem to have the capacity for between 18 to 24 stages of development. So, so the good news for us all on this show and all of our listeners, we are barely out of adolescence as a species. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so Jim and Carlo have spent some time completing this first stage of going through Leaderview. So, so let's hear from Jim and Carlo about what they've discovered about their coping mechanism center of gravity. So, so let's turn to Jim first. So, Jim, let's hear, hear from you. Just summarize for us what you've discovered from examining your coping mechanism center of gravity. Thanks, Christopher. You know, interesting, um, I actually wrote this this quote down. Thank God I, it's, I'm not going crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Um, I think that uh, sometimes for myself, um, as we go through discussions like this or as I'm thinking about different things, I wonder if I'm the crazy one and everyone else is, is, is the sane one. Things that are going on in, in the world at this point um, in these days. And, and you're thinking, gosh, I must be crazy if, 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 if these things are happening in the world. And, and it just doesn't make sense to me. So one of the things I think this tool did for me was to kind of validate that maybe I'm not the crazy one. <laughs> They're laughing at me. <laughs> we wouldn't have you here if we thought you were crazy. <laughs> that wasn't the goal. <laughs> right, right. So um, I, I thought maybe kind of giving a little bit of specific uh, scoring or types of things might help the, the audience to understand. Um, when we went through the uh, assessment um, in the first session that uh, Christopher and I had, we, we, we were able to kind of go through the, the particular uh, mindset of the coping mechanism and be able to kind of um, map out exactly. So if I could just tell um, the audience a little bit about what my score looks like, it might help um, uh, them understand it a little mm -hmm. better. Um, so my two highest scores um, uh, for the uh, coping mechanism scores fell into the holistic being or it was turquoise color and, and we use that kind of interchangeably it, it seems turquoise versus holistic and so are you turquoise are you purple versus um, are you holistic are you tribal and so my two scores fell into holistic being which is turquoise and the human equity which is green categories um, the there's another one in the middle of the two um, called the integrative flow or yellow that I also scored a little bit um, on as well. And I want to interject for people who have followed along on the developmental psychology piece or who are f familiar with Jim Collins good to great yellow is approximately level five leadership. So what Jim's saying is he's scoring significantly above level five and then also the one right below and also at level five. So as we think about who are our most effective leaders, this kind of profile is 
roughly that level five leadership? So I, I think it was really interesting to me when I started um, investigating further about this whole thing called holistic being or that turquoise color in it. Um, to use the word specifically, it says, um, it describes me as someone with planetary concern, synergy for life, and, and, in, and a need or want for ordered world. Um, I thought that was really interesting for me because, again, this is where I find that I'm going crazy. Uh, and ordered so world? The, can we just have an ordered world, for, good sake, for goodness sake? Um, was very important for me. Um, you know, the other thing that I think that um, it confirmed for me was um, one of the uh, um, outcomes was telling me my learning style. My learning style is that uh, exploring diverse ways of being and thinking through intuitive learning. And so I thought that was kind of interesting too because that's me totally, 100%. I am a take the information in, let me think about it, let me put it put it through my own lenses as you recall, recall or as I want, and then be able to kind of um, come up with the answers at that point. Um, you know, this whole idea of this global village is so important for me and just, um, you know, as we live here in, in, in the U.S., in, the, in Columbus, in Ohio, in the U.K., in the world, all those kinds of things, um, I think that's, that it really spoke to who I was. It really, it really felt like it landed right into my heart as to who I might be. Um, uh, you know, even things like um, th there's a term that, that we use um, or that's used in this, in this particular um, uh, assessment called flow triggers interesting um, you know what triggers me and so um, unification across races and nations for global solutions multi-dimensional thinking survival of life on earth I can't imagine how um, this doesn't you know uh, again confirm what I'm thinking and, and how I'm playing the game if you will um, so um, I, I, I think I'm still playing with the idea of green versus turquoise um, and and do they relate to me um, equally and those kinds of things so I'm still I'm still kind of kind of thinking about those things um, green being conscious uh, um, consensus seeking observational working to pull the group together and those kinds of um, ideas um, and so I think that for me um, uh, the initial turquoise being real strong for me with a with a backup um, was was most interesting. Christopher had said that it was this emergence um, into into this into this turquoise or holistic um, being thinking where I'm kind of at this point. I'm in this change point of my life, and um, it's 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 totally related. So so Jim, it's it's great to hear that integration of all you've learned so far and. Just, just for our listeners, we just need to remind ourselves, this is not a typology. This is working with complex adaptive systems within us. And what you're describing and what you're experiencing is a blend of these coping mechanisms supporting you on your journey as you discover how to thrive in increasing increasingly complex times. So having said what you've said, what's the question you're holding now that it supports your next phase of learning? Yeah, that was a really good, uh, um, a good question. <laughs> um, I think that um, one of the questions I have still in my mind is 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 thinking about how do I use the information to be most effective, to be the most effective coach, and to continue understanding myself so that I can I can sit with the individual across the table um, and be able to um, um, be the best and be most present for them. 
So it's 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 taking that information that I'm learning and still like functionalizing it, I guess you can say. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to invite you to adopt that coach position now as you turn and hold that space for Carla while she just tells us, Carla, what have you discovered about working on this coping mechanism center of gravity? Oh, mine was interesting. Uh, so, I mean, I guess this turns slightly into a therapy session, and so apologies all the way around. But <laughs> um, I've gone through a, a very challenging year. Um, it's been a professional and personal transformative year for me. And uh, what came out, um, I've done the map assessment, and I am squarely a, a strategist. So uh, fair, fair and square, five. right, the level five. Um, what showed up in, in the leader view was something that I didn't expect to see. There was a, so integrative flow was my highest. Um, my center of gravity was there. Uh, there, was, there was some holistic as well. But the thing that came out almost as much was the strive drive. Um, which I thought I had basically moved beyond. <laughs> so for listeners, that's the orange for people who know spiral dynamics. And for people who've used the Cook-Roder-Torbert model, it's a cheaper. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I, like I said, I, I thought I had sort of evolved beyond. But uh, the reach back um, was interesting. And it, as Christopher and I talked, really it was the expression of my need to land somewhere, deliver, you know, finish my evolution and be done so that I can now move on to being who I'm going to be. And that for me is something that is always, uh, when, when, the, when things get hard, I double down. And this is this, and that showed exactly that that's exactly what's happening. I mean, it showed it in literally in Technicolor. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, very eye opening. Um, and again, talking about the command and control, uh, we actually unearthed some childhood the hmm. things that have that have come from childhood. I mean, Christopher was talking about you know things that I haven't spotted before. It's so obvious. Um, I grew up in a very challenging household, um, very loved but very challenged. Uh, you needed to deliver, you know, come hell or high water, and um, and that's what happens to me. I make everybody deliver come hell or high water. You know, when it when things get really tough. So this was very eye opening uh, for me. Thanks, Carla. So, so what's the question you're holding as we as we continue the journey of learning, reinforced by these questions? Well, for me, it's actually fairly straightforward. My question is, how do I how do I pull this awareness forward um, and keep it front and center in my presence to be and, and adapt or evolve my behavior in the in, in real time? Okay, so we're, after the break, I think Maureen, we're going to go on move on to hear how Carla and Jim responded to two specific questions from the instrument. So over to you. Perfect. Thank you. So as Christopher said, we're going to break. <laughs> we'll be back. Innovative leaders driving thriving organizations. Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, 
online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. You are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi, welcome back. Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. We are joined by Christopher and Sheila Cook in the UK and Jim Sfigerico and Carla Morelli here in the studio. Um, We are focusing on two questions at this moment from the leader review assessments. What insights are bubbling up within you about your leadership role that you have not yet articulated to anyone? So it's curious that you're going to do this on air. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And if you had a magic wand, what is one thing you would change in your leadership context? So, Christopher, if you would um, take us forward. So, let, let's hear from Jim and, in terms of your responses. And, and uh, there's a copy, I think, available to you in the studio there. So, what was your bubbling insight? So, my bubbling insight, uh, you know, it's interesting that I, as I've been interweaving this idea of spiritual discovery into my coaching sessions, I'm actually finding more and more leaders are responding responding to this and responding appropriately. And that makes me hopeful. And it makes me feel like things are going to be okay. <laughs> and what was your magic wand wish that goes that went with that? Yeah, my my, my, my magic wand wish. Um, I, I, I sometimes would like others to get to the same conclusion, probably quicker even. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that these are still thought forms, and I wish um, um, there was some way of communicating with the all to further pursuits. Um, and so what I'm basically saying there is I wish that there was an easier way for all of us sitting in a room, get to the same conclusion quicker, and that we could somehow communicate to the all a little easier um, and, and help us help us in this uh, endeavor. Right. So, so, Jim, I'm just going to work with you a bit on this, but I want, I want you just to notice, and uh, for, for you and the listeners here, Maureen, as well, notice how Jim refers to the significance of his spiritual discovery and how leaders are responding in, the, in that theme or with that theme. So, so this reemergence of spirituality is known to occur in the transition, as very much as Jim described, through and beyond the human equity, the green coping mechanism. So it's a means by which our psychological space opens up to allowing more information from all sources. And Jim here refers to that as the all. So, so this transition into this more integrated flow capacity, Jim, I'm hearing it equip you to handle the complexity of what we started the show calling the wicked problems. And notice how in Jim's writing here, he's noticing how others are responding as they too strive to navigate these deep, deep inner changes in their psyche. So what Jim is saying that in, the, in, his, in Jim's presence, they resonate, cohere and align as similar coping mechanisms sense and interact with each other in an epi-psychological manner. So, Carla, what about you? What was your bubbling insight? 
Well, so uh, I've gotten to know myself better over the last year. Again, this was a, a particularly transformative time for me personally and professionally. Um, my ability to stand firm with quiet conviction has become stronger, and it's replaced um, a prior need, very strong need, to prove my worth and ability via swift action or activity. So this sense of worth um, comes back to uh, my my yellow integrative flow um, the flow trigger, one of the flow triggers of which is self-worth and competency, that's always been very, very strong for me, that need. Um, but it's, it's evolving. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't need to feel it in the same way or be validated externally in the same way. So what about your magic wand choice? The one thing you would change in your leadership context with your magic wand, what would that be? Oh, um, if I could do anything, <laughs> I, I would be able to instantly <laughs> communicate and reach people with my precise message, but on their level and using their language, right, in a way that they can hear and do something with. So, so Maureen, just notice how these questions open up a whole new conversational space with each person, with themselves, as, as they respond to these leader view questions. But for listeners, notice here how Carla is aware of the deep changes within her past personality. She's, she's learned to utilize new expressions as the coping mechanisms within her, within her are in transition into this integrated flow. So it, it takes time for the individual to appreciate and learn to fully utilize these latent capacities as they emerge. So how long have we been in transition, Carla? Oh, uh, maybe three or four years, four or five years. Okay, well, and so I, I want to point out something as, as a close friend of Carla's. It's been fun, and, and this is, I think, consistent across all clients that I've worked with also, that as we start making these shifts, we can feel crazy. It's it, it is significantly <laughs> it's a little Alice in Wonderland. It's disorienting. <laughs> yeah, really this is not what what we always share with our clients, but it is disorienting, and it is these frameworks that help us make sense of how What's to do happening. it and yeah. and have some support on what to anticipate. So again, back to you, Christopher. Yeah, and there's a real truth in what you're saying there, Maureen, because all five of us on this show have all experienced that. Is <laughs> it? Some words of Claire Graves coming to my mind as you said that, because he really believes, and I, I know that I believe this too, is that in these times of transition, especially from green to yellow, from the human bond into the integrated flow, it's difficult for us to make sense of it without external support with instruments and metaphors such as salonics, spiral dynamics, and so on. So it's a really important conversation. Also, Carla highlights we're talking about numbers of years for these changes to occur. So typically the rule of thumb for us all to hold on to in this conversation is typically five to seven years for a, a coping mechanism shift to occur, if it occurs at all. So remember these changes in our coping mechanisms take place in response to change, internal or external change. And change in thinking may lead to change in life conditions or not, or change in life conditions may lead to a change in thinking or not. So it's a dance. <laughs> Good point. So the principles of such interaction with our life conditions, you know, really well revealed now through, say, the science of epigenetics. So this interaction biologically and psychologically with the world around us is, is becoming increasingly understood and refined. So for Carla, a new form of an expressive self is heard in, in these words that she's expressed. An expressive self that becomes its own inner judge 
and is no longer driven to success and materialistic expression, as was true when she spoke about her stride drive coping mechanism being active. But we hear the emergence of an integrated flow awareness. And, and Carl, the good news for you is that with such a shift in awareness and innate capacity to naturally communicate with all other early stages of development emerge. So be careful what you wish for, Carl. <laughs> So it looks like spotting these patterns is quite revealing and also that this transition that that both Jim and Carla are investing in is helping them meet their goals and kind of giving them what their what their biggest professional wish is. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So right. Christopher and Sheila, what else does this leader view reveal? Uh, Well, the tool invites the respondent to self-assess against a series of attributes of leadership that are in in common leadership parlance. And I'm just going to give a couple of examples. Is the person emotionally centered, calm, and resilient under stress? Uh, Does the person respond reflexively or flexibly to change? And uh, in leader view, Uh, These are carefully selected attributes that are drawn from the principles of advanced practices such as integral NLP or integral neuro-linguistic programming and the principles of the practical application of the Graves technology. And we're not going to go into detail on this show, but we would invite our listeners to sign up and experience the tool for themselves. And just go to www.5deep.net where you can find the Leader View bundle in the shop. And we ask the respondent to analyze their response and assess the attributes as patterns of what we call Serafa uh, for personal freedom and flow. So the S of Serafa is the state, uh, is the person in a resourceful state. The I is intentionality. The R is effective relationships, and the A is awareness of yourself, of others, and your entire context. And uh, to, taken together, these provide an indication of the degree of flexibility. So the F in Serafa has to do with flexibility, um, and the individual carries and the nature of their actions, and the respondent is encouraged to consider this in the context of their action-inspired coping mechanism center of gravity. And so, Jim, I'm just curious if you have any comments on your experience with these 25 attributes of leadership. You know, it was interesting as I, um, as I went through and, and um, we actually received a, a workbook um, as we were going through this, the interpretation guidelines. and. Um, as part of the the whole assessment, we were able to um, uh, go through every section actually, but this particular section um, uh, really asked us to look at these attributes and they're categorized into the various uh, um, seven, six different uh, um, areas, state, intentional, um, relationships, awareness, flexibility, and action. So for me, actually, the um, the biggest thing that came out was my my lowest score, and maybe I'm looking at the at the negative, but I like looking at the things I can improve upon first. Was this idea of intentional, creating a future memory, lead from your future memory with uh, um, volition and intention? Um, you know, 
as I was reading through that even more, it made it much more sense about you know really engaging others in my future, in envisioning the future, and 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 sometimes I I tend to be very isolationist in some respects. I tend to be in my head, and maybe engaging others would would help me in this in this particular uh, um, endeavor. Thank you for that, Jim. And now let's hear from Carla. What would you like to share with us about your exploration of these 25 leadership attributes? Um, Sheila, Christopher and I talked about this a little bit. I um, I failed to see how anyone could score themselves anything other than the highest. <laughs> I'm like, why would you? <laughs> they were all positive attributes, right? Like, why would anybody say no? <laughs> now, I did score myself not so high on some things. Um, what I what what came out when I when you add all the numbers up, you know, sort of as directed, was that uh, I have a very high degree of flex of flexibility, and I I believe that to be true, and I have been told that that's true. So it seems like it's okay. I'm curious to see what happens. Sort of as we move on to our next step, which you guys will describe. Curious to see if anybody, anybody else really thinks that when the chips are down. The data and the results, are, the scores are important, but it's like taking these 25 attributes and polishing the leadership mind. So that's really the, the main power of these 25 questions. Mm. So Jim and Carla are now in the process of selecting two peers uh, with whom to exchange information through the completion of the companion instrument to LeaderView known as LeaderView 360. And we have asked that they choose two peers, one with whom they have a really great relationship and one with whom they wish to have a more effective relationship. Their experience in issuing and receiving back the information to prepare for a new conversation with each of these peers will be the subject of episode three. Okay, so to remind our listeners, and I know we've said this several times, but if you're like me, you didn't write it down. Um, <laughs> you may have even been multitasking. Um, so to take the leader view assessment, go to www.5deep.net. And five is the number five. So the number five deep.net. Look at the store and there is a, uh, an ability to click on the leader view bundle and listeners of the show get a 20% discount on this. So it's approximately $40 us. That's that right. That's right. So we are trying to make this as financially accessible as possible. And for me, this is a really big deal because some of the assessments we use with the combination of the assessment and feedback is about a thousand dollars, which eliminates much of the planet. Mm -hmm. And so, well, $40 is not free. And for some people, that's still a huge stretch. Uh, for a lot of people, this is now an accessible assessment and having Christopher and Sheila walk us through it, you're, you're also not requiring the individual, the individual doesn't require individual coaching if, because again, for some of us, that's not possible financially. And so part of our goal on the show and also in my business is really to make these resources that have been in the bastion of people who had resources available to a much broader range of, of folks who are paying the house payment or the rent and putting gas in their car and so maybe a cutback on Starbucks this week <laughs> for those who drink coffee um, anyway in jest but but the serious response is I personally have found in my life and in, in working with clients 
that this developmental orientation has been missing in many cases, and it's absolutely foundational to strong development. And so, again, we've invested four shows in this, and for me, that is the strongest statement that I personally think this is the content, the framework, Christian Sheila's work, as we think about what's going on on the planet, that this is so required at this point in time. I'm deeply grateful that they are investing all of this time with us to share their expertise and also that Carla and Jim are sharing their personal experiences, <laughs> which one usually doesn't do on a radio show. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, again, www.5deep.net. You're listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. And my goal has been through this show and, and kind of the guiding principle is creating opportunities for listeners to hear something that they may not hear in their daily lives and have an opportunity to actually implement it. So my hope is this isn't party chat. It really turns into behavioral change for everyone who's investing time listening to the show. So either take the assessment or just in listening to Jim and Carla and Sheila and Christopher, you'll walk away with something that you can implement and, and experiment with in your life this week. And we will have a break between shows and then in two weeks. So this will give you time to take the 360. In two weeks, you will come back with us hearing the results. So thank you very much. If you have questions, email me at info at metcalf-associates.com. And I do invite you to answer Christopher and Sheila's questions if you are so inclined. And we will read those on air. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week. Please tune in for another edition of Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.